0: Welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. And it's brought to you by heaveninbusiness.com, guiding you and your partnership with God at work and engaging in the well-being of the city you serve. Hey, this episode is an interview I did with uh, Nicola Murphy of Nobe, G-N-O-W-B-E.com, is an online learning platform And uh, we had a conversation around well-being and managing well-being, becoming a thriving individual regardless of what you face, how to understand, recognize burnout or the signs that are leading towards that and what to do about it. And so it came about because uh, I've met and walked with Nicola and what she's doing in the environment. I've used Nobe in the past. And I had some friends around me that were kind of having breakdowns. Uh, emotional, spiritual, some physical, and I just thought, this is not okay. This is not acceptable. It's not cool. Uh, We shouldn't be doing this, but how do we go about recognizing that and doing something about it? So I trust that you will enjoy this. Uh, Please don't hesitate to share this, like, please post a review. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me, Andy, at heaveninbusiness.com. Have a great week.
1: And you're probably asking, why are we talking about the subject of burnout? Um, And I just know for me, in conversations with many clients within our Nobi community, if you're talking to professionals, L&D workers, um, instructional designers, content creators, we tend to be high achievers. Uh, We tend to care about people a lot. So we exert a lot of ourselves, a lot of our time, uh, 3 a.m. in the morning, usually. Um, I've heard so many stories like that. And burnout is just such a, it's such a, norm and our culture and it's not sustainable. So really that's why we brought Andy Mason in to kind of talk us through um, kind of what he thinks it looks like why, why is it a hot topic um, how can we actually avoid burnout and recognise the symptoms of it before we kind of crash and hit that wall um, and and I really I have a couple of questions actually from some of my clients um, that they really have some answers to. So I know you've got some brilliant stories. Um, Andy also has um, a, a blog and Um, I think podcasts probably on the topic as well, uh, which is fantastic. So why do you think that, why is burnout such a hot topic right now?
0: I think people have possibly done it. I think it's really interesting, particularly as we become more and more of a, or less and less of a tactile industry. There's more Mm. and more people working in less and less with uh, kinetically. It's more and Mm. more uh, online. It's more and more in the office. So Mm. the whole human nature, the fight, the flight, what do I do when I get triggered Mm. in that regard? Normally you'd run or fight, which is an adrenaline rush and release. And for us, if we're working at a laptop, sitting in a desk, sitting stationary, driving trucks, whatever that may be, without that... Uh, outlet healthy outlet it builds up and builds up and builds up and mm. that's just the physical component yeah then there's emotional component of right. walking through a global pandemic which just adds pressure well, to that's everything
1: the thing, i was thinking covid just coming out of that era i mean we're all living on our laptops back-to-back zoom calls you know when you're in an eight or like a nine to five work day you usually have breaks in between the meetings and things that you do but suddenly when you're online it's oh, it was suddenly okay to have back to back to back to back. You know, it was, I don't know about you, but I had seven to eight Zoom calls right after each other. And obviously that's going to lead to burnout, lead to burnout. But then we've kind of brought that back into the office a little bit, that kind of mentality, which I think definitely does contribute. Um, uh, And I think um, I'd be interested to see what kinds of patterns and trends um, are you seeing in relation to burnout? So you work with a lot of clients, a lot of businesses. Oh my gosh, you were telling me a brilliant story um the other day about a success story that you had with a company. I think it was a manufacturing company um that you helped them with. Uh, what are the trends and patterns that you're seeing when you work with clients or work them through how to avoid burnout and yeah. actually be sustainable?
0: Yeah, and and I and there's so many aspects of this, and there's a bunch of authors sure. that are professionally. So yeah. just to qualify, I'm not professionally trained in in psychology. <laughs> yeah. In in that side, mm. I have friends are. I'm not, and Mm. I haven't written on that topic. I'm more from a practitioner walking with people to how to stay healthy and whole and have holistic or whole life success Mm. uh, in your business. So financially, physically, relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm. So that's what I walk with people to do. So I think you're referring to Mm. a client that we took on about a year ago, and Mm. it's in the staffing
2: company. Mm. They changed
0: their model, pivoted. And at the time, they had so many things going on. It, like I would just say, it's I just call it a miracle that they're alive. Yeah. In their business, they yeah. had uh, they were generating about twenty five thousand dollars a week mm. in their business. Now, this is a staffing company, so they're paying most of that out. Mm. So that's not enough to survive on. Yeah. They were growing rapidly or trying to grow, but their their background in a past mm. bankruptcy of a business, uh, they had a staff situation where one of the pl- people they'd placed mm. was under investigation for murder. Um,
2: oh,
0: wow. So there's a oh little bit gosh. of stress involved in that. Just in a, a little bit, In yeah. the middle of that, their landlord says, you got to get out of your house. Mm. Yeah. Uh, their finance company, their credit score, they can't get credit because of the history of their, mm. on their credit score. Mm. So they're trying to grow, but they're trying to scramble to get credit. Gosh. And in the middle of this, it's like... I remember he he was getting, he'd get anxiety. He'd wake Mm. up like just there's so many things I cannot control.
1: Yeah, that's a thing. I
0: think that's a a big thing. It's so much more beyond my ability to control. And when we try to control our world and make it safe for ourselves, Mm. what we're actually doing is we're making it worse. Mm. So bringing it down to, it's like Stephen Covey's Circle of Influence, Circle of Concern. I'm Mm. concerned about all of these things in a broad two circles on your page one big circle and then a second circle inside that circle mm. the bigger circle is the circle of concern those are all the things that that will wake me up at night I'll be concerned mm. about I'm concerned about what's happening with the values of the nation I'm concerned right. what's happening with my friend's friend who's got cancer I'm, yeah. fr- I'm all these things that I'm concerned my about
2: answers. the
0: smaller circle is my circle of influence mm. those are the things or circle of you could say, circle of control. That's what I have direct influence over.
2: Mm.
0: And that's much smaller than what I'm yeah. concerned about. Yeah. When I focus on the circle of concern, it leads to anxiety because I actually don't have influence over that. Wow! But when I focus yeah. on that, which I already have influence over, another other ways, what is already in your hand. Focus on what you can do something about. Mm. And so with this particular company, we just every two weeks we'd meet and we would firstly, talk them off the ledge and just encourage them because there is nothing done that's of any significance. That's easy.
1: That's very true. Say that again. There is
0: nothing (laughs) done that is of any significance that is easy. Yeah, it's true. Uh, There is everything we Mm -hmm. do. It's like meaning comes from doing hard things. Mm -hmm. So it's not about hitting the easy button. And so, so we, we encouraged him was the first thing.
2: Mm.
0: You're not alone.
2: Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Then number two, we break down, what have you got? What's, what he you got on your, what do you got on your, what do you got to do? What do we, what mm-hmm, do? Mm-hmm. And we break down, okay, what could you do? What could you do? What could you do? So this is a real practical, if you're in the mm. middle of this, this is a quick win for you. Mm. Whatever you're facing, do the two, two circles. Mm. What do you have influence over? And then what could you do? And then keep asking yourself, what else could I do? What mm-hmm. else could I do? What else could I do? Uh, and and then you, we literally would make a list of things mm. and he'd just go and do what he can do.
1: But it wasn't everything. It was just kind of the first thing, right? When you're saying, what could yep. you do? Just what's within your control right in front of you, yep. that first step. And once okay. that's i need, off the I latest, need
0: money. Yep. I need money to, to ah. sustain this business.
1: Gotcha. Okay,
0: yep. so what could you do? Well, I could talk to this person. Okay, what else could you do? Nice. Uh, well, I could talk to this other person. Great. What else could you do? Well, I could talk to another financial institution great So
1: helpful because usually when you when you're getting to that point of I'm overwhelmed I'm burned out everything's just going haywire around me you don't you can't figure out what the next step is you yeah. just get blocked
0: right? and the reason for that is because the fight flight ah. so I'm um, it's anxiety yeah it's it's there's it's com- hormones and chemicals released yeah. and adrenaline release so that your body is positioned to better run or fight mm. not mm-hmm. think.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. so and that's where and so here's so a quick mm, win do yeah. the two circles and then make it a list of the things that you could do that's
1: such a good practical yeah. here's
0: another real quick win yeah if you're in that situation and go for a walk
2: hmm.
0: go for a walk there's something now there's science that's coming out of uh, like I'm sitting here with Nicola at her dining table and I'm looking out <laughs> the window and I can see a tree with leaves and the leaves yep. l- the leaves are moving in the breeze. So leaves moving in the breeze, water that moves and you see the waves mm-hmm. and then thirdly, the flame, so a fire or a candle. <laughs> so in ancient practices where they'd have those things, either walking in nature
2: yeah.
0: or having a candle, Wow. So you'd see in a lot of religious services where they have a ca- candle, yeah. in meditation, it's actually scientifically proven now yeah. that actually it calms the brain.
1: What? So wow. go for a walk yeah.
0: and get a candle <laughs> safely, <laughs> safely, please, if you We well, know what this. you guys are going to be doing uh, yeah.
1: after you've done listening to this. Okay, I've got a question for you. I when you're in burnout you often don't know that you're there correct that's the issue until you've completely hit the wall and you're no good to yourself or anybody else what does what does full-blown out what, what does burnout actually look like yeah if you could practically unpack that for us.
0: so really good now so if i said let's make it personal yeah so, for yep. me, we left New Zealand, we came to the States, mm-hmm. I, I was studying, yep. so I had no income for three years, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so I felt the pressure and the weight of that with mm-hmm. my family. Four children, Of course, uh, yeah. when we arrived, two, four, six and eight years old, there's school, they still eat, uh, and <laughs> as they grow, particularly the boy, it, yep. they eat more. And so I was feeling the weight of it. Now I took on more weight than I needed to. Circle mm. of influence, circle of concern, mm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and but the weight of that over a period of time, we started what we're doing now, mm. uh, and as we grew, I'm worried about the money. Is it we can I pay yep. the bills, yep. and and also I had a bunch of beliefs and mindsets mm. where I didn't know how to say no. Mm-hmm. So I would just take care of things, take care of things, take care of everybody's things. So they
1: say yes to everybody, yeah. essentially. Yeah. This is me. Right. Till yeah. we got
0: to a point where I was about to hop on a plane, go on another speaking engagement, yeah. and I lean over to mm-hmm. say goodbye to my wife. And she goes, honey, I'm never going to leave you. And I love you. Oh. But you're, you are dead emotionally.
1: <laughs> now, <laughs> she packs a punch. That's a <laughs>
0: yeah. In the kindest, most loving way. And, it, and apparently she'd been telling me that. And I think this is the thing you're getting to is we mm. don't know what you don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: And actually yeah. there's often people around you that are telling you yeah. there's feedback, but you're not listening mm. because I'm so tunnel vision on accomplishing the task. Mm. And so I heard that. That was like a sh- A wake shock.
2: up call, right? <laughs> As I'm
0: about to leave you're for two good. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And then I read a book yeah. that helped me get to, to some core of it. And then I read some ancient text, mm. which for me is scripture. Mm. And those three things combined, and then being with a group of people, it was actually in Krasnyask, Siberia, is wow. where I was going, yeah. the end of the world from, from New Zealand <laughs> and from the States.
2: Yeah.
0: And with the group of people, and they all came from an addict background a Mm. huge proportion of them and seeing them alive it was like something rejuvenated in me and I realized oh and then a third thing is a conversation with a friend of mine Mm. and he Mm -hmm. was talking about confrontation and how I was avoiding confrontation so that was my issue yeah and how I was believing some lies around that. Actually, every time I did that, I'm breaking off a piece of myself. Mm. So that's a whole nother topic.
1: I remember you saying that actually you said uh, your words were, uh, you kind of felt like you became like, you realized that you'd become a workhorse without realizing that you yep. were. And you see the line here, which I found fascinating, was do more, do more, do more, but you'll never be able to do enough. Yep. And there was this never realization then. there like, if I'm not careful, I'm going to end up yep. burnt out. I'm going to yep. end up like that.
0: So grateful for my wife. Yeah. So then I started to and believe some lies and so getting rid of the lies is like well love just says yes well actually Mm. love doesn't just say yes love also says no Mm.
1: because
0: what good am I Mm. to somebody else if I'm dead emotionally I'm not available to my family those that are closest to me
1: that's the thing if you're thinking about like we often worry about our our staff underneath us and them burning out but often if I just take a look at myself and myself as a leader am I burnt out and what what am I projecting like if I want to look after them, i got to learn to look after myself first, Spot right? On. So, so important.
0: So what are some practical things to identify that?
1: Yeah, I think just when you're looking at people, you know, can you tell yeah. that someone has burnt burnout? Yeah. It's kind of signals written all over them.
0: Yeah, and if if we if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I'm not burnout, well, just ask, go to those that are closest to you.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because
0: it's, yeah. it's not the people that are distant. They yeah. don't know. They just think you're amazing. They think
1: you're incredible, doing a great job, yeah. keep it up, which just... Feels that thing yep. right so
0: if you're dying yeah. you're dying on the inside first and slowly it starts to show up more and more on the outside yeah until you have a physical breakdown at which point it's obvious to everybody because you're no longer there you're in yeah. hospital or somewhere else
1: or completely disconnected or, so here's some. Yeah.
0: so how present are you with those closest to you mm. uh, are you aware of them uh do you actually hear them yeah. can you sit still long enough or are you constantly having to move
1: and if I can interject for a second this is really good but this seems like it because I think we all know we're full blown up Because it looks like you've hit the wall you've crashed but I think what Andy's talking about here is the indicators, indicators. that yeah. lead up to the thing that you don't want to end up looking like yeah. so can I recognize those indicators before I get to a place of being completely numb and really unaware good. Yeah. so yeah please keep going because yeah. so like, I know how, for me when you did this with me you know how doctors go through, sorry, like um, beginning <laughs> doctors go through their training and they come into contact with all the diseases um, ever known to man and they're researching about them. And have you heard this before where they just start diagnosing themselves and they're like, oh my gosh, I've got a cancer. Oh, I think I've got yeah, this yeah, disease or this malaria because they're just, they're researching about it all the time. When I was talking with Andy and he was kind of breaking down what some of these indicators were like, oh my gosh, the week afterwards, <laughs> I saw I saw some of these Um in my own life actually, just symptoms of burnout indicators, which are just really great warning signs. So please, please help us out. What are they?
0: So number one is how present are you with Mm. those, especially with those closest to you? Yeah. Do you find yourself? Can you actually engage and follow a thought, or do you just skip, 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 skip? Ah, and yeah. do not give me the excuse, well, well I'm ADD, or what well, no, <laughs> actually, that's that's a cop out. Or I'm too busy. Yeah,
1: because that's like that's a cop out cultural norm, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: You, you have adopted that, and you're on a slippery slope to mm. burnout. So, how present are you? Yeah, ask those closest to you. After you, don't do this straight away. Mm. Once you wear this yourself, so num- that's number one. Number two, yeah. or another one is. What's your measure of joy?
2: Mm.
0: When was the last time you laughed out loud?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, when,
0: you, when was the last time you watched a movie and it moved you?
2: Mm. So
0: emotionally, uh, joy is such an anchor of being alive, it, being a human being. Yeah. We get to experience joy. So, what's your measure of joy? Another one is, what's your measure of peace? Mm. Can you actually sit still for five minutes?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And just be present with yourself.
1: Without feeling like you are got to do something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And your thoughts going a million miles an hour. Yeah. Actually, can you be still and actually even know yourself?
1: And usually you this, or do you find your foot tapping? That was, yep. <laughs> that was the problem. Yep. Like, oh, it it's like, like, actually a really good thing. So,
2: <laughs> so there's
0: another one. Another one is uh, being restless. Mm. So that's the foot tapping. The, uh, the um, yeah. Something's going on, but even then I can't do that. I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm always multitasking. There's no time where I just put mm. down the phone. It's I'm constantly on, I'm never turning off. Mm. I find it hard to sleep. There's a whole heap of things.
2: Mm. N- mm. Now I'm not
0: saying any one of these is it, but these are some indications for you to say, hey, yeah. pay attention, pay attention.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, when was the last time that you just spent time with friends
2: mm. without
0: a transaction or a task that needed to be done? Mm. Uh, When was the last time that you just took a break for more than 24 hours? Without
1: feeling guilty about it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the feeling of guilt and never enough. So those are a bunch of indicators that would really help.
1: In the workplace specifically, um, if a colleague or an employee showed signs of this, what would it look like?
0: So all of those things would actually be the same
1: yeah you mentioned a few th- it, was, it was quite interesting the gratitude definitely um, but I, I love this because they were super practical um, it was the starting to forget things I'm like, oh, yeah. that really caught me that list do you remember what you said Yeah. it was you, starting, you starting s- to forget things you start to forget the details yeah. um, starting to miss appointments or dropping meetings with excuses as to why you can't be there um, having no spare capacity in yeah, your no brain or your life I'm like, really Oh good. my gosh, it was a brilliant list and so helpful. You know, if you're an employee, you've got people underneath you and you're wanting to kind of catch those signs because we want to look after our people. It's more yeah. sustainable than having them just suddenly skip off the radar. And I don't know where they're at. Um, it was a very, very helpful um, list.
0: Yeah. Now, now, and it just to clarify that that is, yeah. And just remembering that as well is mm. that is so important because when I'm more relaxed
2: mm.
0: and I'm in rest or in flow, mm. uh, I tend to remember those things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But mm-hmm. when I am I've got I've got ten things on my mind yeah. then I, 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 I don't retain them. And so yeah. it's like, oh now that may be for a season. There's you know, there's two weeks we've got to put in to get this over the hump. But then do you have a period where you rest? And if you don't, why not? Mm. But even yesterday, well this week we've had an executive retreat. Mm. Uh, my wife was not well, so she asked me to get her two things from the supermarket. So mm-hmm. as I'm preparing for the executive retreat, I go to, into the supermarket to get into mm-hmm. these two things. And they're even down on a phone. But then I see, oh, candy. She likes candy. So I'm going to get her candy as well. We walk through the supermarket.
2: Yeah.
0: And I get out of the supermarket, in the car, home, to drop off and realize one of those two things I haven't got. <laughs> and it was written down on my phone. That's funny. What on earth happened? Oh, it's because I was not... Present with that task because I was yeah. thinking of all the other things. Now, yeah. there's a whole things. So this happens yeah. in life, and there's we can clean it up. We can have an apology and yeah. take care of it. So being aware of that don't beat yourself up over this. Like if you're listening to this really and yeah. you're just like, oh man, I'm, don't stop it,
1: because yeah.
0: that's part of the process. Is you're being too hard on yourself.
1: Also, I think we that. Like we 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 mean to ourselves. We put pressure on ourselves because of. Uh, expectations that we feel are given to us from other people sometimes they are real and sometimes they're not so we tend to people please and oh my gosh I'm I'm going to get this thing done I remember you talking about you're talking briefly about can you say no to things yeah. or are you are you a yes man you say yes to everything um can you speak to how can I communicate to my boss to my superior to my team lead whoever um that it's too much? What does that look like in a way that you do you know what I mean? It's like I I want to be able to show that I can do the work, I'm capable. Still pay me please, but yeah. but I still need to be able to communicate boundaries yeah. in a way that's going to be received. Do you know yeah. what I
0: mean? And I think that we've probably come back a step before we jump into yeah, that yeah. part. Yeah. Is is the question was how do I Okay, I'm aware of it. Yeah. How do I what do I need to do to change? What do
1: I do now? Yes. Yeah. very good point. And yeah. that's
0: the story yeah. for me is Uh, there's some other things that came up but at the same time it was I had the opportunity to run a marathon
1: yeah I think that's crazy and (laughs) and it is crazy but
0: for me I'm a runner and I could always done a half marathon that's not a challenge for me so I want to do something and in the process of running a marathon and not burning out and not falling short but I had a goal to finish strong Mm. uh with and so I realized there were three things in accomplishing a marathon for me one is yeah. staying in my lane yeah as in run the pace that I need to run because I'm no good to anybody if mm. i don't if mm. the person next to me runs two hours and i'm four hours and i try and run their pace mm. i'm not going to last that walking is okay
2: Ooh, is it? as as huge is it? it's
0: just a big big deal walking is okay Mm. and then finishing strong so how do I finishing strong Mm. and that was the goal it's like okay I've got the end I'm going to begin with the end in mind the end is actually I want to finish strong I want to Mm. be present with the people around me I want people in my latter years to say Andy was present my my kids to say Andy so keeping yeah. The end in mind for you, what does that look like? What does finishing strong look like? Mm. Uh, that's number one. Number two is what's your lane? What What do you do? Where are you, where, are you, where are you most effective in your work and your role? Because if you're operating outside of that for an extended period of time, it's gonna kill you. It's gonna wear you out yeah. and you're never gonna be satisfied or fulfilled.
1: I remember you telling the story about that with a couple that you worked with in an organization and yeah. they were completely burnt out, both of them. I think they you know, had some family connection or something. Yeah. Um and then it really just boiled down to they were in the wrong in the lands, wrong role. The wrong roles. It's, it's never
0: gonna work while they're in that terrified.
1: It was like a different a totally different company, uh, right? Take the lids off. Fascinating.
0: And, and then the third mm. one is walking okay is this this season Recognizing there's seasons. There's mm. seasons of planting, seasons of sowing, seasons of harvesting, mm. uh seasons of growing, there's seasons in life and recognizing that that if you are constantly in Uh, a particular season
2: Mm.
1: then
0: it's not going to work for you there Mm. needs to be ups and downs and flows and recognizing that recognizing the rhythms yeah and it's okay
1: it is okay. You can't go 150% all the time. We're, yep. not, we're not designed to function that way we, for a while. Yep. Um, I think a lot of us live off our adrenals as well. So my husband's a nutritionist and he talks about this. It's like you can live on adrenaline for a while and you can do crazy amounts of work, but it's you can only do it in short bursts. And actually your adrenaline is supposed to be there in a situation where you really need it. <laughs> yep. Not every day in yep. the, the workplace. Yep. So it's definitely not sustainable, which is what you were talking about. Um, in staying out of burnout with the question, can you keep this pace going for the next yeah. 20 years? Right? So then
0: once I know that, okay, yeah. I'm, I've got to own me first. I can't put that on my boss. Mm. I can't put that on my manager. I've got to take responsibility for me.
1: And communicate that yeah. as well, right?
0: Yeah, this yeah. is what I need. And and as a boss, as a leader, as a leader of leaders, yeah, I, I know that any boss in their right mind, mm. the cost... To replace an employee is Mm -hmm. more than the cost to make sure that employee is working well. Really true. So actually, you being responsible for you and saying what you need in order to bring your best self to work Mm. and actually recognize and own that, then that's a key. Mm. And if you're the boss and you're listening to this, number one, you're doing it for yourself.
1: That's the thing. And recognizing that everybody's
0: different and how do I create an environment that actually brings out the best and the byproduct of that is you get much better work output mm. over an extended period of time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I love that. Um, another thing, just in the staying in your own lane, like we will talk about time management. This is just something I've kind of been um, learning, about, I guess, for myself a little bit this last week. We think about time management in terms of staying in your lane and things, um, and um, and living kind of sustainably. But there's a real difference between okay, I'm gonna try and get just within my lane, I can do this, I can do this. This is my priority, this is not. There's a difference between allocating time and allocating allocating energy. Yeah, and I found that distinction really fascinating. Really good. It was such a flip. Like instead of oh this thing takes me five hours, no, this thing is going to take this much energy and which which is going to require most and do that thing first. I'm like, yeah. that was such a great practical. I really loved that. I Love it. And then on the flip side of that, which where you were talking about um, in staying out of burnout, you're talking about leaves, water, and fire. It's like identifying the the physical, uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual kind of elements. What what are those four Practice. categories? What, what are the practices? What are that the practical kind of things that actually bring back energy to you that enable you to live sustainably, and work yep. sustainably? That's it. Brilliant. So we've kind of talked it through what burnout really looks like, what are some indicators before you kind of hit that wall of being really numb to it, unaware of it, and suddenly everything's going haywire. We've talked about that, okay, what to do next? Um, what do you do if you realize, oh my gosh, this is me, which was definitely me this last week, and we've kind of got a couple of action steps. Um, I think um, where I'd like to go now is, what, one question actually I actually have for you is what, is, what is mine to own and what is theirs to own? in terms of what's mine to own as an employee, what's yeah. theirs to own as the boss, and how do I know the difference?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it starts, everyone starts with you. You've got to work out what it is for you. Am mm. I in the right lane, doing the right things? Yeah. Um, understanding there's seasons in the business as well. Yeah. I mean, if you're in yeah. startup mode, uh, usually you're gonna be doing things that are beyond your immediately strength because that's just, everyone's got to... Everyone pitches got, in yeah.
1: and does a million different roles. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and
0: it's, but it's recognizing if, if you're in year 10 and you're still yeah. doing that, it's probably something's not right. And it's time to have a conversation and talk about where are you best, what's your strength. Mm. There's some really, really good resources.
1: I love that it, because it's not you're doing everything wrong, boss, you're doing everything wrong, no. startup company. It's, hey... Here's where I'm at. Start
0: with me. Start yeah. Take responsibility really for yourself. Don't blame this on it. You're not a victim. You choose what you do and how you live. Wow.
1: Yeah. And
0: recognize, like you said, those set up those practices for you. You'll be finding, mm. oh, you know, I'm spending 12 hours of work at, a, a, a day at work. Or mm. well, who told you you have to do that? Mm. It may not be your boss. It's you. Isn't
1: that interesting?
0: Yeah. And that's where, don't blame this on somebody else. Like, start with you. Yeah. And then actually, that once you have... And I would say yeah. from an employee, do that yeah. first mm. and then don't immediately go to your manager, actually set yourself up yeah. right and then move towards us. Now, I'm assuming that yeah. you're not in burnout now because if you are, no, you're actually going to be operating probably at 50% what your capacity is and you're... You're about to get fired,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so <laughs> really do
0: the things, to set, up the practices that you need for yourself. Mm. If if you got time for lunch, take the lunch time. Mm. Now, so those that's the you and understanding you part.
1: And on that, there's a couple of practicals. Um, uh, just uh, getting more familiar with myself and kind of my my limitations. Um, I, you mentioned it this about having wise kind of people, wise yeah. people, like you can talk to. Me. Do you remember what you said?
0: yeah wrinkles and body scars yes
1: that's the one yeah Tell me so more about
0: so, that. so how do i know have people around you that are now that might be a spouse it might be a close friend it could be a mentor
2: yeah
0: uh, it could be someone in the company or outside the company mm-hmm. but what i look for in that kind of person is wrinkles as in the the, the season <laughs> they've got some the seasoned life
2: yeah, <laughs> they've
0: got some time experience now that and then The second part is body scars. They've been through challenge, adversity, difficulty, opposition,
2: yeah,
0: and they're still alive. And then the qualifier is, you know, say they got, you know, metaphorically something happened and it stabbed them,
2: Mm. as
0: in they're wounded.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, the qualifier is make sure that they don't still have the knife stuck in and it's oozing septic offenses and they're miserable and complaining and gossiping and you yeah, don't that's not somebody that you want because it's not
1: necessarily going to apply to your situation yeah. so that's just yeah, so I want to
0: see their scar really I want to know how they overcame that and then that's someone that you can trust to speak into your life
1: I love that and then also I mean and there's the very practical thing of um, so many actors are coming out with this at the moment just Journaling, just writing yeah. this stuff down to become more aware about where my limitations are, uh, where my kind of boundaries, I guess, with work are, where my strengths are. Like
0: some really good practical there A couple of tools. Go for it. Yeah. Real practical tools. Yeah. There's a book, Well Being. Okay. Uh, around Gallup, gallop research.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: that's yeah. that's really really good. And there's some there's some actually assessments within that that'll help you. Mm. Another one is Strength Finder.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that one. Now, yeah
0: they may not be, I think they're associated with Gallup yeah. research. Uh, those two books really help you. Mm. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Oh my gosh, my issue is confrontation. And I don't do confrontation. There's another good book, crucial conversations.
2: Ooh, That's, I need to read that yeah, one. <laughs> really
0: practical. And it's got tools and it's research based. And there's mm. assessments, those three little tools, strength finder, mm-hmm.
2: um,
0: wellbeing, and, uh, what's the third one? Crucial conversations. Mm -hmm. those three would really help
1: i love that okay um this is slightly slightly similar but it's it's interesting anyway just from one of our clients um how do i decide whether there's something i push through or not push through really good right
0: yeah (laughs) Uh, sometimes you don't know (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: so that's where wise counsel really helps yeah uh yeah i
1: wanted to really that point because it's the same but we can yeah we often just forget
0: yeah, having that outside, and actually probably another real practical thing: go for a go for a walk, hmm. go for a walk, and actually ponder that thought, and get back, and then mm-hmm. reassess it. Like, is this something to go through? So that's another real practical thing. So wise counsel: go for a walk,
2: mm.
0: uh, and then it's interesting. There's certain personalities and types where you. I think the context of Nicola is what we're talking to is people that tend to lean in. They're overachievers. We
1: really are. Yeah. yeah. We so they care kind about of... creating engaging learning experiences for our audiences, for our learners. Yeah. So we go over and above to make sure that there's transferable learning that's happening. Um, if I'm in um, leadership and development, I really want the best for my yeah. team. So we, we do tend to overexert. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that's the context for which I'm saying yeah. this. Yeah. Your default is push through.
1: Right. <laughs> You never, think,
0: them. Yeah, you never think, yeah. You never think, oh, perhaps somebody else could do this. Perhaps I could mm-hmm. delegate. Uh, perhaps,
1: Or nobody can do it as well as I can, so yeah. I'll still keep yeah. it on myself. Yeah,
0: so that's what I'm saying is, yeah. you're listening to this. You're listening to this podcast because you want to, this is the same reason. Right. You need to listen to this. Yeah. So it's probably,
2: yeah.
0: pause, give yourself a break. Who set the time frame?
2: Mm.
0: You set the time frame. If you didn't, there's nothing stopping you going back to your boss and saying, can we have a conversation about the time frame? Mm.
2: Because
0: this is, um, it's not working. Mm -hmm. I cannot get this done in time. Is it okay to renegotiate Mm. the parameters through Mm. which we've set this up? And then you're going to be happier, more alive, more processed, and ready to do the one after it. So a friend Mm. of mine is a strength and conditioning coach for 1500 Special Forces. Mm. Special forces. His job job. is to make sure that they go and they're deployed, they do their job, their task, which you and I never have to do. No. And that they get back so they can accomplish it both physically, Mm. but then they get back and they can recover as best as possible. Mm. And what he talks about is super compensation. If you do not have intentional rest, actually it deteriorates your performance. Mm. But if you will give yourself rest, it enhances it. Actually, mm. you recovery and you spring back at a higher level. Wow. It's like music. If you listen to music, there's literally a thing called rest. There there's is. There's a rest. Yeah. And without that timing and a intentional rest, it accentuates and makes mm. it more beautiful. So in your life, mm. the performance of rest is critical.
1: That's really good, actually. I had someone asking that thing, what strategies can I use to schedule planned rest and to build endurance instead of suffering from burnout? And I could speak to that a little, just backing off what you were saying. I think it's called the Pomerado technique. Um, And basically it's, it's, our brains kind of work in two different ways, diffuse mode and focus mode. We often use the focus mode to get all of our tasks and things done. And this is where kind of all the neurons in our brain are really, really close together. It's at the front of our brain, so we retain things. But we don't actually retain things as long. Um, and the diffuse mode is when all the neurons are kind of like spaced out in our brain, which it basically is that relaxed kind of state. Um, and so it allows um, information to kind of just, we can reflect, we're pondering, it's it's sticking in there a little longer um, and we're more productive. Um, and there was this famous artist, I can't remember his name, but he did these paintings of crazy clocks that were bent in funny ways. And he used to, no word of a lie, have a canvas and get stuck painting, and instead of trying to push it, push it, push it, which we do, yeah. which he does, you know, Bruno, he would, uh, he would just go and sit on his chair, um, and he'd have keys in his hand, and when he gets sleepy, the keys Perfect. in his hand would do what? They yeah, had, drop. They drop. As soon as they dropped, what do you think he did? Wake up. He would wake up because he was in that half asleep stage essentially diffuse mode and then he'd whoa, upstart. he'd go to the canvas and he'd keep painting it was like the block disappeared yeah. because he allowed himself to take a break so, so power they, power basically up. yeah so then they come up with a strategy basically which is like uh, you can apply this if you're listening to this um apply this to your workplace you think that you often have to keep going for eight hours eight hours and you think it's that you've got to get the project done i mean in reality we're never going to get the project done it has to be done incrementally and i have to take a rest you said this I was like, if you're in that mentality of I've got to get the project done from A or from one all the way to 100, you'll just retire and die. I was like, thanks, Andy. That's <laughs> that's a real wake-up call. Kiwi's are very blunt and direct, and that was super helpful for me. Actually, that notice. Um, it's it, you've got to take rest uh, along the way. So the technique is this: do your work concentrated. Put a timer on it. I use my yeah. phone. 25 minutes. Go for it. Get the task done up until 25 minutes. As soon as that thing goes off, stop for five. Do something that brings you energy. Yeah. It might be go for a walk. might be look at flowers.
2: Push-ups.
0: Do push-ups. always works. (laughs) Jump up and down the spot. Not for
1: me. You're the marathon runner, not me. But really, really helpful. Not for a really long time because we'll just get sleepy. But five minutes rest and then jump back into that 25. You'll be amazed how much more productive you are just because you've got that balance right. So it's a really practical way of being able to avoid burnout. We are running out of time a little bit. uh, But there's one more question. You ready for it? Um, this is from a, a manager of I think it's uh, it, she has a lot of people underneath her and her question is this um, what advice do you have for leaders and managers who are dealing with high stress situations to avoid collateral damage to their team's stress levels yeah that's it, a good oh no, it's that's like a really good so I mean yeah. and
0: I'd start with number one model it mm. model it themselves recognize that if there's going to be a season yeah. like and I don't know it could be a week it could be a project it could yeah. be like what's the what is the time frame? What are the parameters test mm. their parameters? It does it really need to be done
2: mm. in
0: that time if you if you're looking at this and thinking oh my gosh This is project is going to burn out people. Have mm. you got enough people? Can you hire temp work? Mm. Can you outsource some work? So thinking creatively at that but re-examine your own parameters and assumptions mm. and actually model this yourself and that intentionally, some of these yeah. practices that yeah. we've talked through, implement those with a team. Like mm. if you're the leader, the power and in- impact of the leader going around, just mm. hand on a shoulder, if that's appropriate. Very
1: true. Just yeah.
0: checking in on your people. How are yeah. you doing?
1: Encouraging.
0: Just the, those little words of encouragement. Yeah. Uh, making sure there's healthy snacks.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, <laughs> taking Very true. the team for a walk. Yeah. Uh, like if you know this is this... Bringing a treadmill or bouncy balls or something into the office that can help stimulate some of these activities, the mm. fun, the joy. Mm. Um, provide meals, mm. but make sure they're healthy. They're not loaded up with sugar it's and. It's going
1: to be good it, for a bit, yeah. and then crash you out. That's yeah, true.
0: don't don't make it worse, yeah. which yeah. tends to be the case.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I love that, and then have the yeah. conversation with the team. Yeah hey here's what we've got I'm aware that this is That's okay. a, this is overwhelming this yep. is a lot of work in a short period of time so just
1: the acknowledgement of oh I see how much work you're doing I see the stress Involve I'm working to do ABC there's, there's a level of transparency there that actually makes your team feel a lot safer yep. um, what if you're the leader and you're experiencing burnout or high stress
0: yourself well, yeah. do this for
1: yourself.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, this is, and that's what I'm saying. Model yeah. it. Model it. Do this for yourself. Model
1: it. So let them see you do it. Yep. And they say, oh, I have permission to do the same. And oh, yep. my leader is human as well. Yep. Right? So good. We uh, we need to wrap up um, here. If you forget nothing else, uh, don't forget um, Andy's three steps. The thing that he discovered when he was marathon running. What were they again, Andy?
0: Stay in your lane. Yep. So run your race, not someone else's race. Yeah. so good. Walking is okay which is all about self-care, understanding, and remembering the big picture and finish strong, which is Mm. about begin with the end in mind. What are you doing this for? How are you going to finish? How do you make sure that Mm. my goal is not not to get to 20 miles, Mm. three quarters of the way, and then burn out. It's Mm -hmm. to finish, complete the race that you started. So those three things will really help.
1: I love that. One of the personal takeaways for me, definitely, um, there's so many, but the one that sticks up for me a lot is... um, I'm not going to be able to get a project from A to B done uh, in one short stretch. I need to make sure I take breaks um, intermittently between all of that so I don't die on the hill of success. Um, if you would like the opportunity to jump on an interview with the team at Nobi, similar to what I've just done with animation, you can reach out to hello at nobi.com um, and keep sharing your thoughts of community, keep reaching out to people and having those conversations. Let's keep learning from each other um, and stay in your lane, slow is okay and finish strong.
0: Thanks so much.